0: All right, who's ready for a mushy podcast episode? (laughs) I have a story for you today, and it's all about my polka dot pajama moment, which I've talked about if you follow me on Instagram. I've talked about it in a lot of different places, and I just wanna tell the full story today and celebrate one year of being in business with Teacher Hustle University. It is such a (laughs) life-changing Thing for me. It's something that's helped me grow professionally, personally, and I want to tell you All about it way back from the beginning when I recorded a story on Instagram stories in my polka dot pajamas where I declared that I had a light bulb moment. And I want to tell you about the three lessons I've learned after being in business for one year that can really change the course of your business and hopefully will inspire you to keep going and keep pursuing your dreams uh, because truly, truly it can happen. You're in the right place. How can we as creative educators and entrepreneurs find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced? Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's Let's bring your wildest ideas to life. So I was scrolling through my phone while I sipped my morning coffee last Sunday when I saw a notification from Time Hop pop up on my phone. I have a bazillion photos on my phone and I've done absolutely nothing to organize them. So I have Really, no way of looking back on them except for time hop. If you have any suggestions, let me know because I do need to get those organized. In the meantime, I love looking back at my memories. So, time hop allows me to look at photos I took last year on this day. Once in a while, I'll you know if they notify me, I'll pull it up and look at my memories from last year. And when I pulled up the time hop for February twenty second of two thousand nineteen, I immediately recognized the picture I saw. Some of you who have been along for my one-year journey as an online business owner might even remember watching this actual Insta story. It was a quick one, a video that I took of myself. I was sitting at my kitchen table. I didn't have uh, any makeup on. My hair was in like a messy bun that clearly had been slept in, and I was still wearing these pajamas that I got from Target that were covered in polka dots. Kind of embarrassing and it was, you know, the ones that I had slept in the night before. It wasn't like it was 8am or anything. It was probably lunchtime. So all of this was kind of an embarrassing thing to put out on Insta stories. I had been sitting at the kitchen table on my laptop all morning. I don't remember, as I think back on it, I don't remember where the kids were, but It was during a time when I kind of knew something was coming for me in business, but it was this time where I couldn't quite put my finger on what exactly needed to change for me or what direction I was going in, but something was coming. I was doing a lot of listening and researching and learning, so I was on my laptop all morning probably doing that stuff, and I'm assuming that Matt had the kids so that I could get work done, but I remember that it was lunchtime. And in the Insta story, I basically told my then audience of maybe 100 people that I officially had just had a light bulb moment. And it's true. It was that moment where I knew exactly what I was supposed to be showing up to do in the online world. It was the moment where all of my skills and my passions and the things that felt really random to me, my past experiences that I was almost kind of ashamed to talk about because they were so random, they came together finally in this moment to to make up this idea that I knew could change lives. And I know that sounds dramatic, but it's exactly how excited I felt in that moment when it all finally hit me. Up until that point, My, like I said, interests and experiences seemed so random. I was always feeling guilty about wanting to spend more time on my laptop, and I was always getting comments from people about my side hustles and how do you have time for that and, oh, you know, what are you up to this time? And I had owned a brick and mortar store with my sister, as a lot of you know, I had owned that for a few years, we had closed it down for many reasons. I'd helped local businesses after that with their marketing strategy. I had dabbled in selling my resources on Teachers Pay Teachers. I knew I had a unique set of skills, but they didn't seem to fit together. I didn't know how they could benefit anyone because they seemed so scattered. And at this time in February of 2019, I'd had to stop all of my coaching, almost all of my coaching with local businesses on social media strategy because it was just taking up too much of my time. I had two toddlers, so I didn't have, you know, I'm, I was still teaching full-time also. I still am. So I had very few hours in the day where I could actually sit down with business owners one-on-one to work on strategy. So some of them had asked me to instead just take over the marketing for them, which worked fine for a little while, but didn't, it just didn't, sit right with me because I'm a strategy person. So my core belief is that good philosophy and that core understanding of marketing is what makes a business successful. So if I was just doing it for them, it felt like I was just doing their homework for them, right? I wasn't educating them on the why. I was constantly begging them for content and pictures and photos and things that were kind of I was kind of making up for them. I really wanted them to understand the why behind it, but I didn't have the time to sit with them to strategize and go over that anymore. Uh, So after I had ended some of those relationships, I turned back to the TPT account that I basically hadn't touched in years. I had products on there. Uh, that I had listed just as I made them for my own classroom. And I thought maybe TPT was my answer. Maybe I needed to take some of the strategies that I had learned from working with local businesses and apply them to my Teachers Pay Teachers store. But those of you who have heard this story or heard me talk before know that my downfall is I don't love creating products for Teachers Pay Teachers. I'm not a design person by nature. I'm much more a philosophy person, um, and I just it just my heart wasn't in it, so still something didn't quite feel right. It just felt everything felt so messy at this time, but I was getting closer, and I knew I was getting closer. So I started observing this whole online world, this whole teacher online world. I swear it's a place all in its own, and I started just taking in what was everybody doing, how are people showing up here. What were other people saying about how you should market your business as a teacher seller? And I spent a lot of time in Facebook groups, the free Facebook groups for teacher sellers, and I noticed major gaps in understanding of the same marketing philosophy that I had been teaching to local businesses. It was the same kind of misunderstanding happening. The teachers that were in these free Facebook groups, so hardworking They were trying to do all the things when it came to marketing. They were trying to blog and email and create video and podcasts and Instagram, 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 like crazy. And some of the teachers I observed were building massive followings, but those weren't translating into sales. Other people would be working hours and hours on just straight marketing and they didn't have any time left. When they looked up, it was like they were all out of time and they didn't have time to create anything, any products or real, true, genuine content or anything like that. Other people were just so overwhelmed by the sheer amount of stuff on their to-do list or that they were being told to do that they were ready to throw in the towel and they were frustrated and they just weren't seeing the sales they wanted to see in their online business. All this work, all this dedication, all of this time, and it wasn't paying off. And the amount of information floating around and the amount of incorrect information floating around, both free and paid, you guys, it was unbelievable, super intimidating. So if you were just starting fresh, brand new, and you wanted to start an online business, forget it. It was way too overwhelming. So I kept listening, and I started to look for answers. What resources did these teacher sellers have at their disposal? What could they do to build their business without spending more time? Did they have a roadmap somewhere? Was there a correct answer, a place they could be pointed to? And yes, there were YouTube videos, right, about how to create products on Teachers by Teachers, plenty of that, plenty of marketing podcasts, mostly geared toward different business types, not necessarily geared toward teachers. There were certainly courses on TPT, how to, the whole setting up your store and all of that. There were even courses that were claiming to help teachers make millions of dollars with an online business, but it, it still didn't seem quite right. It still didn't seem like the need that I was observing was being filled. And so somehow all in this one morning, this all came to my mind. If teachers took the time to understand a few core concepts in marketing, then they could actually make confident decisions in what would move the needle in their business and what wouldn't, so they could cut tasks off of their to-do list, so that teachers like me, who are full-time teachers, or even just the, maybe they're stay-at-home moms and they're just doing this business part-time, people, even full-time entrepreneurs who just don't want to work on it all day long—they people who only have a few hours to work on their business could decide how they wanted to spend that time. And they wouldn't feel like they were on this content treadmill of trying to constantly like come up with new and do and to-do lists and do more and do more. They wouldn't be desperately searching these free Facebook groups or watching hours of YouTube videos just trying to find the answers. I knew that I could help teachers get the income and the impact they deserved simply by teaching them a few core marketing principles that would help help them d- generate that steady monthly income. And yes, I said steady monthly income, not millions of dollars, because there were already courses that were talking about helping teachers make millions of dollars. And that really wasn't what I was looking for as a business owner. It wasn't what I was looking for when I went to TPT to revisit that as a side hustle. I wasn't looking to make this into like some kind of a massive business, though of course if it turned into that, I don't think I would, you know, turn it down. But that wasn't what was on my radar. It didn't feel like next steps. It didn't feel like something that I really truly wanted to reach for right away. What was on my radar at that time was that Matt and I had started to have conversations about having our third baby. We have two toddlers both of them under three at the time. But there was this big question mark looming over our heads like here we are getting older and time is like feels like it's running out. But at the same time, could we afford three young kids? Could we afford to put three kids in daycare? We both work full time. It's really expensive for just one child to go to daycare, let alone three. Could we afford all of those costs that come along with another kid, the diapers and The whatever else you've got to buy, you know, our boys are eating more and more now. It's just every day feels like it's another cost. Wouldn't it be kind of a stretch to have a third? And I hated that. I hated that we were making a decision about having another, like creating another life based on our finances. And it wasn't that we needed to make tons of money. We didn't need to overhaul anything. We, we both love our jobs It's simply that as a teacher, my salary and his salary as a social worker stretches us really thin. And when you add in kids and daycare on top of that, it adds up. It's totally doable, but we have to give up some of the things that are kind of That now feel like indulgences. So for me, those indulgences were going to Target and buying stuff that we didn't absolutely need, other stuff from the dollar aisle, from my classroom, or whatever. Or the two of us going to a concert for a date night and grabbing dinner. And we love to try different craft beer on the way, you know, do all of that stuff. Maybe a family trip for vacation, these things that felt like they were a little out of reach now that we were spending our extra money on the kids. We just wanted to free up enough, just have enough financial freedom to do that with three kids. And all of this reminded me of those small businesses that I'd worked with. They had the same desires. They wanted a business they could be proud of, one that would afford their families small luxuries like that or paying off debt, paying for their kids' dance class or a medical bill or whatever. But they still wanted to stay grounded and rooted in community because they had this just like fierce belief in, in community and the local movement and supporting small business and one another. And the values they held close were ones that I felt teachers could totally relate to. And I knew I couldn't be the only one looking for this from an online business, and that's when it hit me. Right there, in the middle of my kitchen, right there in my silly, like crazy Target polka dot pajamas, a moment that I will forever refer to as the polka dot pajama moment. I knew I could help teachers build a solid foundation in marketing that would allow them to make more sales, steady sales, an additional income stream they could actually count on every month. I knew I could use my experiences working with small businesses to bring back the genuine hometown feel to this online space that felt disconnected because of all the noise. I could help teachers bust through that and connect with other teachers on a genuine level the way small businesses do as if we were all in the same room just, you know, chatting over coffee and sharing ideas and changing our teaching together. I could be part of a movement that would help teachers impact classrooms beyond the four walls that we sometimes get stuck in and get frustrated with and It's downright depressing when we don't share with one another, when we feel stuck inside the four walls of our classroom. And I thought I could help teachers move beyond that to connect and inspire and build relationships with other teachers around the world and other countries and places much the same way that the small businesses do all of that guilt and all of that doubt I had had about my seemingly random hobbies and passions and past experiences came together in this moment in my kitchen. I had to hop on Instagram, of course, and tell my 100 followers about this moment. But the really important part about this moment was that it was the same moment that I stopped trying to fit in with everybody else that was on Instagram. I stopped trying to do what everybody else was doing. I said, Heck with trying to look perfect, heck with trying to be like perfect perfect McPerfectson on Instagram, I stopped trying to fit in and I decided that I needed to stand out if I wanted to make any kind of a difference in this space. And so I did not go do my makeup. I did not go change my clothes. I didn't even brush my hair. In that polka dot pajama moment, I just simply showed up as I was And since that moment that I recorded that Insta story to tell everybody about this big light bulb moment that I had just had, there have been several hundred, probably thousand light bulb moments that followed that one in this past one year of business I have learned and grown so much. It wasn't as if everything was perfect from that polka dot pajama moment forward. It was a clearing of the fog in that moment that allowed me to take a a next step, one next step in my business. At that moment, it was recording an Insta story, and then after that, it was something else. But it was in that actual step, that actual movement towards something that I loved and I knew I could help with. It was in that completely imperfect, makeup free, messy hair moment that the true growth started. So I get, this is the part where I get really wishy washy because when I think about what happened from last February to this February, I have met countless entrepreneurs, developed relationships with people that I now consider dear friends who live all over the world, whom I've never met in real life. I've learned 10 times as much from all of them as I'm sure they will ever learn from me and as many of you already know I'm I'm now pregnant with baby number three so this is happening and it's all because of that moment. That's where I start to get wishy-washy because this business, that moment, that clarity, the steps I took after that have afforded our family more memories, more time together. I I started to list this out and I I can't even really put it into, into words, but just from a monetary standpoint, it's given us the ability to pay off debt, to buy Christmas gifts, to indulge in some of those extras that we wouldn't have been able to do with three young kids. So I wanted to sum up for you in this one year of business, some of the biggest lessons I've learned that might help you as you build your business and as you move toward making those memories and financial freedoms and impact possible for you in your business. The first lesson I learned in business is simply the one I just told you about. The fact that you have to make forward moves to progress in your business. If there is something holding you back, if something feels off or random, if you're not motivated, you're run down, you're not happy when you sit down to create, you're maybe in the fog right now. Maybe you are in a bit of a messy stage right before the fog clears. And you know that right before the fog clears, oftentimes it gets worse. It's confusing. You're disoriented. You haven't had your polka dot pajama moment yet. But you're never going to get out of that fog and you're never going to get anywhere unless you do something differently. You're going to be standing there in the fog just more and more confused unless you notice it and you take an action. Messy. Imperfect action. And for me, that action, when I was in that rough moment where I really didn't know what I was doing and I felt guilty and random and didn't feel like everything was coming together, for me, it was listening. So, listening to podcasts, reading books, talking to other entrepreneurs, surrounding myself with visionary types of people, observing, watching. When I quieted myself, when I took a step back, then I was able to take a step forward and another and another. And from there, I tweaked things constantly. I'm still tweaking things. Once I realized what kind of a business I wanted, I started tweaking my messaging and who my target audience was. All of it was messy. When I look back at the beginning, when I look back at my first beta launch, I've emb- been I- not embarrassed because I know it was a learning experience, but it was messy. It wasn't exactly what it is now by any means. So I didn't know who I wanted to work with. I was kind of taking shots in the dark. I was saying that I just wanted to help teacher- teachers pay teachers sellers when now I understand that marketing strategies can help all kinds of teachers with an online business. I didn't know specifically what type of teacher I wanted to work with until I started actually working with them. I had to take some steps. I took some steps. I did a beta launch. I started working with people and I started noticing who I loved working with. There are a few, and I've got their names right in my head. When I would work with them, when we would would do coaching calls together, or I would be on a live call and they would show up, they were my perfect people. They were the type of people who were kind of stuck on the marketing for their business, but they were willing to work hard and they wanted to build that foundation and they wanted the coaching and they wanted the guidance. When I found those people, I adjusted my messaging so that I would attract more of those people. But I wouldn't have ever known that. I wouldn't have even met those people if I didn't just jump in. I never would have been able to make those meaningful changes to my messaging. The second lesson I learned in business was a hard one. And it's one that's kind of difficult to talk about. It leaves me a little bit vulnerable. And it didn't happen long after my polka dot pajama moment. I realized that through a tough experience or two, that when you meet with success, not everyone is going to get it. Not everyone is going to understand your mission. Not everyone will agree with your decisions. Not everyone is going to thank you and love up on you for what you're doing. Not everyone is going to agree with what you say and what you do and what you put out into the world. And in fact, some people are going to be downright intimidated by what you're doing. But I want you to remember, and I wish someone would have told me this back in the day when it first happened to me, but I want you to remember now that no one who is happy with their own progress, no one who has truly experienced more success than you have will ever look at you starting out your business venture and feel anything but pure happiness and joy for you. Because those who have been down this road, they know the drive and determination and vision it takes to have a successful business. They know how many lives will be impacted because of your decision to pursue this, and they'll be thankful for it. And at the end of the day, all teachers that have a business that serves kids, students, that brings joy to other teachers, that promotes connection, All of that contributes to the well-being and the betterment of the lives of teachers and of kids. And at the end of the day, that is all that matters. So when you start to have those feelings of self-doubt, when one ounce of your being starts to believe that lie that you're not good enough that this isn't your path, that you're not deserving. I want you to cut that down. And I don't care if it comes from your own mind or it comes in the form of negative feedback, someone blocks you or unfollows you on Instagram, someone unsubscribes from your email list. When you spot that doubt creeping in, you have got to shut it down. And remember that no one who is truly happy with their success is going to try to shut yours down. So you need to shut down that thought remember that you do deserve this. You are in the right place. This is your path. Promise me that you will continue to cut down that self-doubt. The third lesson I learned in business has to do with momming. Because you're a doer like me, I know you're going to get this. You know that the minute I had that light bulb moment in my polka dot pajamas, right? I had to get to work. Like I was like, okay, kids go with dad. I need to, I've got this idea and I need to see it through. And now that I'm a year into my business, I have my schedule down. I try my very hardest to only work on my business when my kids are asleep now because I've gotten it to that passive point. And I do chunk some work up on the weekends and do it, but they're usually outside having fun with their dad during that time anyway. But in the, in the beginning, you can bet that it was hard work and I was on my laptop like a crazy person trying to build this thing up. I launched Teacher Hustle University in April of 2019, the same year as a polka dot pajama moment. So that's just two months. So that was two months of time where I was intensively working in my business to build it. And every minute that I was on my laptop while my kids played next to me, every time I made any move in business while they were watching, I had this heavy guilt. You know, I'd say things like, daddy's got to put you to bed tonight because mommy has a call. It became a regular phrase in my house. Mommy has a call. And at first that guilt just absolutely crushed me. And it didn't help that as parents were bombarded with messages that support that guilt messages about how we should live each moment to the fullest and enjoy your kids while they're little and the reminders that time is fleeting. And I know all of that. I know it. It's a narrative I've always played in my own head. But all it does for me, all that narrative does for me is make me panic. It makes me overplan every moment of our day. It keeps me from ever stepping away from my kids to fulfill my own needs. And I quickly realized that isn't a healthy place to be in. I cannot be the mom my kids need if I'm not giving myself what I need. And I thrive off of creativity. And it took me a while to figure this one out. I thrive off of connection. I thrive off of following ideas. And this idea lit me up like no other I'd ever had. And so I learned quickly that telling my kids mommy has a call doesn't actually strip me of my ability to be a good mom. It actually strengthens my ability to be a good mom. It gives me back a piece of myself. It shows my little guys that mama has dreams and mama is going to make those dreams happen whatever it takes. So if you feel like something is missing in your business, it probably is. Sit back, listen to yourself, surround yourself with people who motivate you, and take forward action. If you're feeling self-doubt creep in, whether it's from your own mind or you're giving too much power to somebody else, cut that down. And when you feel guilty, when you feel like maybe there's just not enough time, Give yourself permission to work in a business that makes you feel more whole and more free and more of you. You will have more to give to others as a result of this. And remember to surround yourself with like-minded entrepreneurs, the visionaries, the dreamers like us, because inevitably there are going to be ups and downs in your business and we get that. We've been there. We're here for it lean on one another and you can always lean on me send me a dm over on instagram teacher by naptime we can always talk any of this out But I want to, before I end this podcast, just truly thank you. And now I'm getting super wishy-washy. But a year in the business, I'm pregnant. I get to be wishy-washy, okay? So thank you for hanging out with me on today's podcast and listening to this story. But also thank you for being here in my first year of business. Thank you for taking a chance on me, the newbie, for listening to my advice and my tips and my philosophies and my crazy stories and crazy analogies. Thank you for all of your kind words along the way. They have absolutely kept me going. You are what motivates me to keep going. You are the reason I'm here week after week on this podcast and showing up on Instagram and emailing you. I really, truly want to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart and thank you for being part of my story. And I will see you here next week on the Teacher Hustle Podcast. if you are listening to this podcast, I know you are a creative educator who is wanting to start their business online. Maybe you have started your business, but you can't gain any traction because as soon as you take one step forward, there are a million more things you're supposed to be doing like blogging or podcasting, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Maybe you've heard all the marketing podcasts, but there's so much conflicting information. You just want the roadmap to success. I know sometimes it feels like the big name marketing experts don't understand our lives as teachers. You might be worried you're going to spend all your time and money on creating your online business or maybe you already have spent tons of time and money and no one is going to show up to buy the thing you have to offer and you're worried about how you're going to stand out among the rest. If you don't want a degree in marketing but you want to inspire other teachers and you want to stand out among the rest and a voice and share your thoughts and ideas and bring in some money, but it all feels a little overwhelming. I have good news for you. You are exactly where you need to be. You have everything you need to share your passion and to make some serious cash in the process. I want to introduce my signature training for creative teachers like you. Teacher Hustle University and you can get your hands on my step-by-step guide to designing an online business with a strategic purposeful marketing plan. The Teacher Hustle University framework is your chance to build that solid foundation in marketing for your online business to make a difference in classrooms around the world, to generate a steady monthly income, and to put it all on autopilot so you can enjoy life's moments. I teach you all of the pieces of the framework for Teacher Hustle University inside my free masterclass, which you can find at alissamcdonald.com slash masterclass.